This is Musings of an Introverted Black Boy. I'm Marcus Granderson, and I am so excited to welcome you to this podcast. Musings of an Introverted Black Boy is a weekly short-form podcast series dedicated to exploring themes of love, identity, politics, race, social justice, and the 21st century coming-of-age experience. New episodes will be released every Sunday, and each one will more or less focus on one of these topics. Now, I should be honest with you, there are no other co-hosts. There are no special guests lined up for the weeks to come. This is a very intimate podcast. It's just me and you. But through each week's episode, it is my hope that we together can begin to uncover and embrace the common truths that lie at the heart of our individual experiences. So, I hope you'll join in. Like I said, my name is Marcus. I should start by mentioning that there is nothing that really qualifies me to host this podcast. I'm not a famous celebrity. Last time I checked, I had 1,285 Facebook friends and 416 Instagram followers. I'm not a published author with a New York Times bestselling book. Well, at least not yet. More on that later. And I haven't been alive long enough to lay claim to the wisdom of the ages. I just turned 21 in January. My lack of qualifications aside, though, what I can offer you if you join me each week is that thing that I have, you have, we all have, that thing that ties us together in a single garment of destiny, to borrow Dr. King's words, and that is my humanity. I'm a 21-year-old introverted black boy from Canton, Michigan, a little-known suburb in the Midwest. I love really good love songs, I've never been kissed, and I have a deep abiding love for bacon and mango-flavored things. I get slightly anxious whenever I have to order food, and I have a tendency to sing to myself as I walk down the street. I love the sound of rain, and seeing babies brings me so much joy. I've been called an Oreo, black on the outside and white on the inside, and I've also been stopped by the police while walking home from the gym. I'm the descendant of slaves, and as of this past Thursday, I'm also a Harvard graduate. These experiences, these facets of my identity, color my perceptions of the world in idiosyncratic ways that are unique to just me. But there is a common thread running throughout my story that connects it to your story and the collective human story we all play a role in. And that's what this podcast is all about. Our stories may not be the same, but the issues that this podcast will explore, love, relationships, identity, race, religion, touch and impact us all. So I hope you'll stay tuned in for the first episode, The Liberating Power of Love. So, I did a thing this past week. I graduated from college. I am officially a graduate of Harvard University with a Bachelor of Arts in Rhetoric and Oratory, and I can't believe it. These past four years have gone by so fast, and there are days I still feel like a child. But I'm not, and that scares me. In a month or so, I'm going to sign the lease on my first apartment, and in two months, I will start my first full-time job. So, needless to say, I'm petrified. 
but I've resolved to save all the freaking out for a later date. Right now, I'm just trying to process what these past four years have been. When I think about my college career, the people I've met, the opportunities I've had, and the chances I've taken, it is evident to me that I am the product of love, particularly the liberating power of love. And when I think about what it truly means to be liberated by love, I'm reminded of a story told by the late Maya Angelou, who was, for those of you who don't know, an amazing poet, activist, actress, life teacher, and queen mother of everything. During her episode of Masterclass, which is a series featured on OWN, the Oprah Winfrey Network, she talked about the many ways that the liberating power of love made itself known in her life. This is her story, as told in her exact words. It's a bit long, but as I'm sure you'll see, it's definitely worth the length. I am grateful to have been loved and to be loved now and to be able to love because that liberates. Love liberates. It doesn't just hold. That's ego. Love liberates. When when my son was born, I was 17. My mother had a huge house, 14-room house. At 17, I went to her and said, I'm leaving. She asked me, you're leaving my house? And she had live-in help. I said, yes, I've found a job, and I've got a room with cooking privileges down the hall, and the landlady will be the babysitter. She asked me, you're leaving my house? I said, yes, ma'am, and you're taking the baby? I said, yes. She said, all right, remember this. When you step over my door sill, you've been raised. You know the difference between right and wrong. Do right. Don't let anybody raise you and make you change. And remember this, you can always come home. I went home every time life slammed me down and made me call it uncle. I went home with my baby. My mother never once acted as I told you so. She said, oh, baby's home. Oh, my darling, mom's going to cook you something. Mother's going to make this for you. Love. She liberated me to life. She continued to do that. When uh, my son may have been five years old, my mother uh, would pick him up all the time and feed him. And I went to her once a month, and she would cook for me. So one day I went to her house, and she'd cooked red rice, which I loved. After we finished eating, we walked down the hill, and she started across the street. She said, wait a minute, baby. I was 22 years old. She said, wait a minute, baby. You know, I think you're the greatest woman I've ever met. She said, Mary McLeod Bethune, Eleanor Roosevelt, and my mother, you're in that category. Then she said, give me a kiss. I gave her a kiss, and I got onto the streetcar. I can remember the way the sun fell on the slats of the wooden seats. I sat there and I thought about her. I thought, suppose she's right. She's intelligent. And she's, she says she's too mean to lie. So suppose I am going to be somebody. She released me. She freed me to say I may have something in me that would be of value. Maybe not just to me 
¿Sí? Es la... When she was in her final sickness, I went out to San Francisco. And the doctor said she had three, three weeks to live. I asked her, would you come to North Carolina? She said, yes. She had emphysema and lung cancer. I brought her to my home. She lived for a year and a half. And when she was finally, finally, in extremists, she was on oxygen and finding cancer for her life. And I remembered her liberating me. And I said, I hope I'll be able to liberate her. She deserved that from me. She deserved a great daughter, and she got one. So in her last days, I said, now, I understand that some people need permission to go. As I understand it, you may have done what God put you here to do. You were a great worker. You must have been a great uh, lover, because a lot of men, and if I'm not wrong, maybe a couple of women, risked their lives to love you. You were a piss-poor mother of small children, but you were a great, great mother of young adults. And if you need permission to go, I liberate you. I went back to my house, and something said, go back. I was in my pajamas. I jumped in my car and ran, and the nurse said, she's just gone. You see, love liberates. It doesn't bind. Love says, I love you. I love you if you're in China. I love you if you're cross town. I love you if you're in Harlem. I love you. I would like to be near you. I'd like to have your arms around me. I'd like to hear your voice in my ear. But that's not possible now. So I love you. Go. This story of love's liberating power resonates so much with me as I try to understand what these past four years have been because I realized that I have been liberated by love in so many ways. The love of my parents liberated me to travel hundreds of miles away from them to pursue my education at an institution that wasn't built for people that look like me. The love of my friends liberated me to feel secure in who I was rather than who the world wanted me to be. The love I've had for myself liberated me to take chances, to try new things, and to be more of myself. And the aggregation of all these different kinds of love is what is liberating me to go out into the world and truly begin my adult life. I think the greatest gift we can give each other and ourselves is the love that liberates. And for me, it's not solely about freeing someone to move out the house or make that great transition from life to death. This liberating love can take so many different forms. It's validating someone for who they are and forgiving yourself after you've made a mistake. It's assuring your friends that you'll always be there for them and learning how to tell yourself the truth about your own emotions. It's being a loud cheerleader for other people's success and letting go of relationships when it's time to let go. This is liberating love in practice. This is what it looks like. In this life, we are constantly going through transitions. We're always being asked to change, move, reimagine, readjust, and start over in one way or another. While I can't say that living through these ebbs and flows will ever be easy, I can say from experience that love makes it easier 
when we commit to loving ourselves and other people through these changes, when we give those we love, which I hope includes ourselves, the space and freedom to grow, move, and adjust, life becomes more fulfilling because change is always more fulfilling when it's welcomed rather than rejected and embraced rather than shunned. So let us, through learning how to love ourselves and others in a way that liberates rather than binds, work to cultivate a culture where we are all free to embrace every change, to seize every opportunity, and to live life to the absolute fullest. Thank you to everyone who has loved me these past four years. Without you all, I wouldn't have made it thus far. So thank you. I am forever grateful. This is Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, hosted by Marcus Granderson. If you're interested in getting updates on the podcast or learning more about my upcoming book, Timestamp Musings of an Introverted Black Boy, feel free to like my official Facebook page or follow me on Instagram at Marcus Granderson. And please remember that whatever you do in life, do it with love, because love never fails. See you next time.